I just want you all to know that Becky just let out the longest, most exasperated sigh when I asked her if she was ready to start recording. I sure did, because I don't think I am. (laughs) Yet here we are. (laughs) I don't think I am either, yet here we are. Um, We both said that we were just going to start this recording with screaming. Yep. Because we're both so frustrated with multiple things right now. Have you seen that um that one video about like with the Grinch doing yoga? Yes. Yeah. Where take a deep cleansing breath in and let all your frustration out. And he just goes, <gasps> Yes. <laughs> I'm sorry yeah. for everybody's ears, but like that's, okay. that's what I think about all the time. Mm-hmm. That Grinch. Just being like, what in the actual fuck? Yep, that's that sums up everything right now. Yeah. Um. So the world pretty much blows. Yeah, a lot of ways. That's putting it so fucking lightly. Yeah. But there aren't really words to encapsulate how much it fucking blows right now. Yep. Um. And we were like talking about. We were talking about like how to address what's going on because we know that it's important to say something, but we also like every all words are inadequate at this point. Yeah. Uh, the police need to stop killing black people. That's just the <laughs> fact. Um, I'm really fucking tired of people saying, but there are good cops because guess what? In certain professions, there can't be bad ones like yeah you would not go to a surgeon if you heard that they were more likely to kill you based on your race like you would be like what the fuck why are they doctors yep (laughs) and that's no and the fact with the police right exactly so and the fact that uh you know the police that's something they chose that's a job they chose they can take that off at the end of the day. Yep. Can't um, take your skin color off. <laughs> right. So, um, you know, bear that in mind while you're support. Uh, yeah. Fuck. Sorry. What? I'm just really just fucking mad. Oh, 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 oh God. You feel like push a button. <laughs> no, I'm just, <laughs> just fucking angry. Yeah, I mean, I am too, and it really sucks that, like, everything, like, I can't say anything really that's going to be adequate, because it's not, and um, no, I just kind of have to sit with that being really uncomfortable. Right. Yeah. Um, it's just been very difficult, and I cannot even begin to fathom how difficult it is for those in the Black community right now. Um, and I just, nothing we say is going to like be okay. Cover any of it. Yeah. 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 Um, Um, yeah, I think we just need to both listen and act, but act almost act kind of, kind of quietly. And I just mean that as like, we don't get, we don't get to be making this about us. No. Nope. So um, I just wanted to point out, it's not Black people's jobs to educate us. Uh, It's not their job to do emotional labor for us. But it is our job to fucking listen. 
Um, and it's our job to sit down and shut the fuck up. And we don't need to take up space that belongs to them. We need to protect these individuals in those spaces and lift them up. And again, white people, stop fucking making this about yourselves. Yeah, and I mean, at this point, like, you you need to be donating your time or, if you mm-hmm. can, your money. And I get that, like, right now we're in a fucking pandemic and a lot of people are struggling. And I, I completely validate that. But, like, we you ha- we do have to be acting. Like, uh, an Instagram post isn't enough. Like, you need to be writing to your leaders. You need to be finding out what your local police department policies are and trying to change them. Like, if you really care about this... There are ways and there are ways to protest without being like in the street protests. Like if if that's not something you can do for whatever reason, um, which like is fine. I haven't been doing that, but I have been doing a lot of other things and I've been being really intentional about it. Right. Uh, And I'm not doing it perfectly by any means. Like I have fucked up a lot this week and I've said I've said the wrong things when I've been trying to be empathetic and I've. not done enough but like but you know what you listened uh, yes I did and I felt really fucking bad about about not doing it right but then the thing is like okay well you did it you did it wrong we all do shit wrong you move on and you just say like okay I'm gonna do better like I'm sorry and I'm gonna do better like there's no time for our and when I say that I mean white people tears there's just not no there is not there is absolutely not and we all need to do better like it, so. we can all we can we can cry like about the state of the world and about how like you know remorseful we feel and all of that cool but like that's not that's not it's not going to be enough like you have to you have to act now like you have to put your money where your mouth is yeah yep um, I'll share one or one like initiative that I think is really, really good um, and really, really helpful is um, the eight can't wait. And that's from mm-hmm. campaign zero. And basically it talk it tries to address like major cities and the policies they do or do not have. There are basically eight areas where if, if addressed police brutality can go down exponentially. I mean, some of these like individual areas, if they're addressed, can decrease police brutality by 25%. And then if you think wow. all of them together at all varying levels, I mean, that decre- that could decrease police brutality by a huge number. Um, right. So if you look for a city that's either yours or close to yours, um, and they have more information, but... Um, they'll they list like local government contact information that's one of the things that um, I was working on yesterday and it's really interesting because like Pittsburgh and this is all on this website so I'm not I don't feel that I'm like it's all you know it's public shit it's stuff it's shit we pay for and we only enact four of the eight policies and some I'm just like how the fuck isn't this a policy it's common sense yeah absolutely so like go there, look at like get the facts around what it is police are and are not allowed to do. And you'll be really shocked. And they show graphs about like comparing cities and some some have a lot of blue boxes, meaning they do a lot of things right. And some have a lot of red boxes, meaning they do a lot of shit wrong. The other uh, the other thing that's worth noting is donating to your local bail funds. Yes. 
um, that's very important right now, especially with peaceful protesters and protesters in general, whoever, you know, um, getting arrested. Uh, so, you know, donate to your local bail funds, do your research, find the organizations that are making the change and helping to make that change and put your money where your mouth is. So, yeah. Yep. We've got like, it's just, we've got to do better everyone. <laughs> yeah. We, we just, we have to do better. It, yeah. Sorry. I just, it's really maddening and it's just like, we, we really do just have to sit with this discomfort and just like, mm-hmm. we need to, we need a good stern talking to from people that know, cause we don't know. And one thing yeah. that i thought was really helpful um on the my favorite murder podcast today they said like we white people we don't get to say we're allies that's some that's a designation we're given so we can try and that's great and we should try to be an ally but we don't get to say if we are or not that's something that black people tell us if we're doing enough to be considered that like that that's granted that's not just a given yeah yeah that's a really great point god damn it (sighs) sorry yeah i'm drinking so we wanted to address that because uh last week's episode we did not have information about what was going on when it was recorded because we pre-record episodes usually um sometimes they're a couple weeks in advance so we did not have information about that and you know uh we just really wanted to address it because it is important it's it's so important and like just please maybe maybe rage maybe we can we're gonna let's we're let's link this stuff in the description and all that shit yeah the stuff that that's a great about. idea yeah i am drinking i am drinking my big old 20 dollar bottle of barefoot chardonnay i am drinking riscato and i have had enough that i'm a little little tipsy did it just kind of numb, numb the world just a little tiny bit? It made me matter. <laughs> or, or that's that's the other way it can go. <laughs> um, but it also literally just hit right now, so um yeah, so uh I'm just trying to think of anything else that we need to bring up or talk about. Um <laughs> any corrections? I mean, that was a pretty big correction, if you ask me, since... I mean, we just... This whole, like, yeah. This whole fucking beginning is a correction. This is all a big old correction, and yeah. yeah. Um, not a not a correction, per se, but from the last episode, I did find out, and I need, to, I need to call my aunt to find out more, but there was a very good chance that one of those four... Um, do you you said that... Remember last, last episode, you said that you had found, and I didn't see this, there was, like, a strand of murders in my hometown yeah. that were linked. There's a very good chance that my my aunt's very good friend was one of those people. What? Yeah, I need to call her and ask. Um but like I felt weird like not being cuz I haven't seen her in person because of the yeah. pandemic. I didn't want to just call and be like, "Hey, how about, about your, this murder? How about your friend that died when you were like a teenager?" Like that just sounded yeah. that seemed really fucking insensitive. So I thought I'd get a couple yeah. beers in her like when I'm when we're at home and chilling before I asked her that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, I actually found out about a hometown murder that I do plan on doing. Mm. Um, 
that was solved with some DNA. Nice. So, um, I mean, not yeah, nice, so. but you know, nice. but yeah, yeah. Um, I can't even lie. I pulled one of these, this story out of some ones that I had written a while ago and just hadn't done yet. Um, I just did not have the fucking energy this week to research anything, um, anything about murder. So, or any case, to be honest, I just don't have the attention span right now. So my story I mean, is, it's, um, it's been rough. Like, I, and I'm not trying to make this about us, but it's just is what it is. I, it's been rough. It's been really heavy this week. And like, w- there's only so much heaviness we can deal with. Plus yeah. pick up some, uh, unless it was an uplifting DNA story, but a lot of them are very fucking sad. <laughs> like, yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, whatever you've got is what we've got and we'll just keep it going. Right. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Beyond the heaviness of the world right now, I just, uh, I also lost my dog. Um, and so that has been part of why I really can't, I mean, a very large part of why I can't focus right now. So, yeah, for sure. Um, that was not, I was just wanted to make it clear I was not trying to make what was going on in the world about me. No, <laughs> um, I, I just, no, but I mean, it's just a fucking heavy week, even if your dog, yeah. even if like your poor pop, like even if that didn't happen, like everything sucks, man. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So rest in um, peace, Louie. Mm. Yeah, not Google, Louie. Mm-hmm. Um, no, Google so. the one-eyed pup is going strong. Yes. Yeah. She. Uh. She got a new asparagus toy. I she... saw that and died. <laughs> was it not the fucking cutest? It was the cutest. It was the cutest. Ever. Like we should just post so that cute. as like a feel-good thing. <laughs> like yeah, I'm I'm happy too because I keep saying I'm gonna post pictures of her, but her eye finally looks not gory, so I'm okay with posting. Yeah, no, it's not. It's not gory at all. It's just like she's just like winking away. Yep. So she got this giant. It's as tall as me. Um, Where did you asparagus toy? What? Where did you get that? PetSmart had them on sale. They were buy one get one fifty percent off, and they're only ten bucks. Get the fuck out of here. Yep. Wow. Yep. So I originally got it for her brother Frank. I have I well I had five dogs. Fuck. I, I have four dogs. That. I'm like Rachel always said that was like her fun fact. Like I have five dogs. Yeah. yeah. Um so I have four dogs now. Um and Frank likes to do what we call death nibbles, and essentially it looks like he's chewing on corn. Um <laughs> and he always digs like little holes in his toys and like so we get him long like cylindrical toys because of how he likes to do the death nibbles i was like this asparagus is perfect frank will love it he's a little dog it'll be funny because he's going to carry it around like his he has a big long string of sausages he carries it around too it's really cute and as soon as i set that thing down frank had absolutely no chance google went right for it and it was her asparagus so <laughs> so yeah we'll post that as like a Here's something, something up, I don't know, light. Yeah, I mean, who doesn't like a fucking dog, let alone a one-eyed dog? Right, yeah, exactly, exactly. So, um, yeah, so we'll post that for everyone. Um, I'm thinking that we're going to have to extend the giveaway. Yeah, why hasn't anyone been responding? Yeah. Um, Come on! Again, I think it's the heaviness of the week. Probably. So uh, we're going to extend the giveaway um, one more week. Uh, I haven't listened to last week's episode. Recently. I check it every day. Okay. Um, 
listen to last week's episode for the emoji you have to send us to win a free t-shirt. Yeah. So. (laughs) So listen, we're going to extend it one more week. um, And you will hopefully enter and win a t-shirt and stuff. Fuck, that sounded so unenthusiastic. I'm so sorry, everyone. I mean, we're doing the best we can. (laughs) (sighs) Yeah. Uh, Yeah, so... Anything else before I start talking about this gory fucking murder? I don't think so. I have a good good padded room for us, but yeah, that's gonna wait till the end. Good, because we're gonna need it. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, this is actually, it's been covered by a lot of podcasts and a lot of documentaries and stuff, and I am not going to do it justice. I'm just giving you all a heads up. Um, I feel bad about it, but it is what it is. Um, and at least you're going to learn about the case a little bit and hopefully look into it some more. Cool. So, um, also we're going to start doing like a blanket content warning at the beginning of every episode. Because having to give you content warnings before every, just, it's just going to be easier that way. So here's this one's for this week. And then from now on, you're going to have a blanket one. Um, there are mentions of murder, a violent attack, rape, and assault in this, uh, in this case. So are you ready? Oh, I'm getting cozy. Oh, Colby's right. I heard him meow. Yep. He's like, yeah, bitch. <laughs> Tell me. <laughs> Oh my god, he did the cutest thing. He was like meowing, but then yawned mid meow. Oh, I love when they yawn because they look like like ferocious beasts. But like then his meow because it like he opened his mouth all the way. Like his meow was like squeaky. It went like <laughs> oh, that Niffler has the squeakiest meow in the fucking world, and he his meow just you look at him and you're like, really? That bro, like, that's it? Are you broken? Yeah, like <laughs> that's all. <laughs> Um, okay. But Colby's so. ready, I'm ready, my wine's All ready, right. everyone's Colby, ready. Colby, buckle in. Buckle Colby's in, buddy. Buckled. Oh, there's Tuxie. Hi, bud. Tux, you need to buckle in, too. If Tux, like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> All right. Okay. Do it. On the morning of October 13th, 1974, Stephen Blake Crawford, a security guard on the campus of Stanford University, unlocked the doors to the Stanford Memorial Church to open it for the day. Upon opening the door and entering the building, Crawford found the lifeless body of Arliss Perry near the altar, laid out in what was described as a ritualistic fashion. She was found lying on her back with her head tilted to the left. Her right arm was pinned under her waist, and she was naked from the waist down. An ice pick protruded from the back of her head, having been plunged so hard into her skull that the handle had broken off and was missing. No! Yeah. There were wounds on her neck, indicating strangulation. A three-foot-long altar candle had been placed between her breasts, and another had been used to sexually assault her and remained in her vagina. So, when Crawford found the body, he called it in, and his exact words were, Hey, we've got a stiff here. Um, okay. Yep. Mm Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. I'd say um, that is a very lackluster description. Yeah. Yep. So, 19-year-old Arliss Perry was from Bismarck, North Dakota, 
and had recently moved to Stanford to be with her childhood sweetheart and newlywed husband, Bruce Perry. They had recently been married. I'm sorry, and Bruce was a person, are you talking about the person that died? Yes, Arliss. Okay, I didn't catch the name. Of, okay, I'm good. Oh, sorry. Yeah, no, I'm good. 19-year-old Arliss Perry. Got it. Uh, and Bruce is her husband. They had recently been married, and Bruce was a sophomore pre-med student at the university. Bruce had moved to California to attend Stanford two years prior, and they had maintained a long-distance relationship during that time until Arliss graduated high school and could join him. Arliss found it difficult to make friends in California and wrote home often of her struggles. Her father stated that prior to moving out west, she had never been away from home, and he believes that her naivety may have ultimately led to her death. She was known for her optimistic, compassionate, and kind nature. Oh, that's a that's a bummer. Like, yeah, she's naive. So, uh, okay, she was a sweet, innocent, devout, uh, devoutly religious person. Okay, yeah. So, um, she was able to get a job. She's just not an asshole. Like, she's just like good. So that okay, that sucks. Yeah. She was able to get a job as a receptionist at a legal firm, hoping that it would help her with boredom and loneliness. Bruce was busy with school and trying to provide for his new wife, and she often found herself alone. They lived in student housing together in Quillen Hall. On the night of October 12th, Arliss wanted to mail some letters. Uh, she liked doing that, mailing home, writing to her friends and family at home. And Bruce didn't want her to go alone in the night, and he saw it as an opportunity to spend some time together. As they were walking, Bruce and Arliss got into a small argument over their car. It wasn't anything big. It was just a typical bickering. You know how you fight with your significant other sometimes. Mm-hmm. It oh, was just oh, that. Oh boy, do I. <laughs> yeah, it was just that kind of fight. It wasn't anything serious. It was something silly with the car. And at one point I read what it was. It was literally something like ridiculous about the car. But when tensions are high and you're stressed, it happens, you know? So, uh, Arliss was very religious and decided that she wanted to go to the church and pray alone after their spat. She loved the church. Um, she liked the, you know, the serenity of it on campus and she was there often. Uh, Bruce went home to allow his wife the time alone to pray. By midnight, praying Arliss for your hadn't... fucking health, buddy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Praying for you to stop fighting. Yeah. Praying for you. Praying for your fucking bitch ass. <laughs> Yeah, I know. It's so it's so sad though. It's really sad. But how sweet that that was what she thought to do though. We fought so I need to go pray. Normally I need to go like down a bottle of Chardonnay and like right and like punch a punching bag for like Yeah, and like <laughs> I think it's just like not not to make light of her death or anything, but I think it also just it shows that she really was a sweet person. Like she didn't she I'm not religious by any means, but I find it very touching that after a fight, she wanted to go and pray. That's cute. That's very cute. So it's just, it's sweet. So, um, but by midnight, Arliss hadn't returned home. He was growing increasingly worried and decided to go check the church. Arriving there between 1215 and 1230, he found the church locked. He looked around campus, hoping to find his wife. She'd only been in the area for a few weeks and hadn't made any friends, so he didn't think she had gone to visit anyone. Uh, His wife still hadn't returned home, and by 3 a.m., he decided to contact the sheriff's office and report her missing. He would never see his wife alive again. 
According to the security guard, Crawford, he had locked the church up just after midnight and then rechecked the doors at 2 a.m., finding them still locked. When investigators came, he informed them that he had found the west side door open, forced from the inside. They were able to find semen on a kneeling pillow that was found near Arliss's body. Oh my was god, also dude, found- that, that is so fucking gross to me. Like, on this yeah, sacred and- holy object, like, for fuck's sake. I'm also not gonna, I was trying not to go down the road of mm, finding that in a church is probably not that, <laughs> you know, strange. It's still gross. I'll leave that with you. <laughs> and you can decide what you will yep. with that. But, you know. Um, it was also found on her blue jeans. And a palm print was found on one of the altar candles that had been used to violate her. Immediately, Bruce Perry was suspected of killing his wife. Because it's always the husband, right? I mean, typically, yes. But I don't think he yeah. No. Um, he was the prime suspect but he willingly gave up samples for comparison to the semen and palm print. I, that just hit me. Sorry. Um, did they, did they ask people to give semen samples? Oh, well, wouldn't, wouldn't DNA like. No, not back then. This is the (laughs) seventies. Oh, so wait, like, he literally just said he gave up samples for a comparison to the semen and palm print. Well, what so I the was... only way to compare them. Yeah. <laughs> oh fuck! Imagine I like, can't even. You got to p- compare apples to apples, or in this case, like jizz to jizz. But, can, yeah, can you fucking imagine finding out that your sweet innocent wife is dead, and then they ask you to give them a semen sample? What the fuck? I'm sorry, that just hit me, and I was like, "What in the actual fuck?" Oh my god, no, it's not. It's not funny. It's but it is. It's not funny, but I don't like. It's uncomfortable. It's like I would imagine that the last fucking thing you'd want to do at that moment is like jerk off. Right, but you have to to prove your fucking innocence. Hey, buddy, if you don't fucking give me some jizz, you're going to jail. What the fuck? Oh my god. I don't oh my god. I'm laughing at the idea. Like <laughs> Right, it's not I'm not I'm not trying to laugh. This is not an okay situation. This poor woman, I'm not trying to make fun of it at all, but it just hit me that that oh, might have been something fuck. that they asked people to do. Because I feel like today, you know, or even like 20 years after this, like I think they could look at semen and look at blood and still know that it's the same DNA, right? I would think. Right. But in 74, absolutely not. <laughs> hey, buddy, let's see if your swimmers match. Like, that's just. <laughs> I hear you trying to stifle your laughs because <laughs> I hate laughing when we're talking about victims. But at the same time, like, it's it's not the victim no, I'm laughing no, at. It's not. It's the process by which they have to, like, do this. And it's just kind of like, oh, my God, like, how, like. How awful! How absurd! Like humiliating! Like that poor, right? That poor guy, and it's especially—I wouldn't feel as bad for him if I were like less confident that he He didn't didn't do it. it, But I really don't. I just don't believe that he did this. Um, that's just my gut feeling. But geez, oh my lord! Yeah, and that's so sad. Um, Like, imagine this is going to be like really morbid, but 
Like, imagine, like, a dumbass fight you had with Joey, and then, like, he he's like, I need to go take a walk, and then you don't see him ever again. Like, what? That is awful. Yeah, so, um, that happened, <laughs> but I saw <laughs> the person again. Um, when I had my really bad car accident, I was in a fight with someone right before it. Oh, my God. That, like, that, that makes me so sad, because it's like, you just never know how you're gonna leave. No, someone. and that honestly changed, like a lot of how I leave my interactions with people um, because I would hate for the very last time to be like, and it could have very well been the last time. Yeah. No. But you know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's awful. Yeah. So not to let, I just, you know, was just trying to give an example because like <laughs> I can relate to that because it almost happened, you know? Yeah. I would, that so. would be so, that would be so, so, so upsetting. Yeah. So, um, but also, I mean, he was very willing to give up these samples. So it just, if you killed your wife, I highly doubted that you would be willing to give that up. Yeah, I mean, of course he was, because I, I don't know, I don't, I've already like pegged this guy as innocent. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. but yeah, okay. Um, but here's some more bullshit. Crawford was also asked to give samples, and neither were a match. Mm. So they were both ruled out. Mm-hmm. Um, DNA testing was not actually available for criminal cases until the 1980s. Let me just give you a hint of how long ago I wrote this, okay? Mm-hmm. Was it I wrote in parentheses. <laughs> yeah, I wrote in parentheses. So, hey, Becky, you were right with your dates. Oh, that was a long time ago. Yeah, because we were talking about that. Because that's sort of mind-blowing to think about. Like, like my brother, well, and not to give too much away, you can have Terry cut this out if you want, but you were born in, what, like, 89? Yeah. Yeah, like, that's not that long ago. I mean, it feels like fucking centuries ago, if you ask me, but yeah. <laughs> and the grand I am old. <laughs> scheme of, like, the world. It's not that long ago. <laughs> but in the grand scheme of my life, it was forever ago. <laughs> it was just, like, ready to, like, live in a home and have people, like, spoon feed and wipe her ass. <laughs> feed me and bathe me. I am done with everything. <laughs> I, I get it. I t- <laughs> <laughs> um. So, yeah. Uh, the case fell cold, though there were obviously rumors of a satanic ritual. Oh, for God's sake. I just, I fucking can't. Mm-hmm. I fucking can't with that. Okay. Which, okay, so she was. Here's how you know. If, I feel like people, perf- if they were legitimately performing some kind of ritual, which, like, I don't even know to the extent to which that even fucking happens, but, like, you don't. You don't kill someone so hard that the fucking axe or the the ice pick breaks. Right. And like that was so very I personal. Just, um I just I don't know. Like Satanists are peaceful people. Well, and so. that's that's a whole other thing. But yeah, I mean even if even if there was some chance that like this was some kind of like ritual thing. Like that was such a personal murder. Like it was not some some like just sort of nameless, faceless sacrifice. I don't know. That doesn't, that just does not track. I just, uh, I like want to read the, the satanic rules because, uh, well, they're more like humanists, right? Like, yeah. And just, humanistic and like, uh, yeah. Y- yeah. I mean, they, I don't know. That's just a whole other thing. But be- I just, 
Yeah, it is. And it's just, I mean, one of them is like, literally, you don't kill people. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um. (sighs) And which, you know, if you're an actual Christian, not like a, not like a, I'm gonna nitpick the Bible and not really understand who Jesus was. Uh, thou shall not kill and whatever they're saying is basically the same thing so kind of we all want the same thing people just twist it around to make it something new anyways um i also just want to just want to point out these these first two ones that are really great um one should strive to act with compassion and empathy toward all creatures in accordance with reason and the struggle for justice is an ongoing and necessary pursuit that should prevail over laws and institutions yes and if you if people actually know who Jesus was, they would also see that he thought the same things. And like, yeah. MP- oh, I can get on my soapbox about that for hours. Yeah. Sorry. Anyway, I just, oh. I looked him up because I was like, uh, yeah, yeah. Again, I'm not religious. I just hate when people say shit satanic and satanic rituals and they fucking literally have no idea what, uh, whatever. Um, but again, it was in a church. It looked like it could have been some kind of weird ritual just want to point out everything you do in church is a fucking ritual. Just, just you know, just throwing that out there in case you were fucking, uh, you know, confused that half the shit you do in your religion is actually like witchcraft. But, um, yeah. So, <laughs> um, I get it. I get why because you know the rumor mill. Uh, in this sweet, um, well, how it's so upsetting. religious girl. Like it's so people are like scared out of their minds. Like who would do that? Right. So they're just trying to figure out someone to blame. Yeah. So. Um, so the case fell cold and it was real fucked up. Uh, serial killer David Berkowitz, more commonly known as the son of Sam killer, actually mentions Arliss's murder in several letters. Weird. In one, yeah, in one he wrote, Arliss Perry, hunted, stalked, and slain, followed to California Stanford University. What? I didn't know that. Um, but what had happened, happened, and these were when he was incarcerated he had heard details of the crime from another inmate mm-hmm. um he had not done it uh he just had heard you know you know and when you're in i i don't know you know much about how he acted in in prison and, and whatnot but you see that in a lot of like people who are in prison when they know that they're already you know done for they start talking about shit you know have you ever noticed that oh like, yeah there's, there's another one who says like he killed a bunch of people that they've proven he didn't kill oh yeah i think it, i talked about one of them it's literally just like it's what like fame and notoriety or yeah. like just or right. they're almost i feel like they're almost like envious of whoever really did it yeah like, yeah they like so, it right so that's all it was um in 2018 the case was reinvestigated due to advances in dna testing this made me question last week when we talked about funding for DNA. Uh-huh. Why did they suddenly pull this case from the 70s? Like, they didn't talk about, like, how it was funded or anything. Who's they? Um, like, the, any of the articles. It didn't say how they funded the DNA testing. Like, why did they choose this case? Yeah. When there's how many other cases sitting there, you know? I don't, like... I don't know, like, was it a well-to-do family? Was there, like, right. some kind of pressure? Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. 
Um, so they were able to definitively identify a a suspect, (laughs) a suspect, (laughs) a suspect (laughs) linked to the murder through that testing. On Thursday, June 28th, 2018, Santa Clara County Sheriff's Department issued a warrant to search the studio apartment of Stephen Black Crawford, the man who had reported the discovery of her body. Mm -hmm. Before he could be arrested, he attempted suicide by gunshot and succeeded. Oh, okay, so he did it. Yep. Authorities believe that he knew the sheriff had been building a case against him. Inside the home during their investigation, they found a suicide note dated for two years prior. Two years? What? Yeah, so he knew for, uh, I mean, I think he knew for a while that, like... Okay. Well, yeah, okay, so I guess how, what was the span, what was the time span of this? Was it two years? No, so it was pretty quick, like 2018 to 2018, but I think that, I think that maybe they talked about the case or something, you know, and brought it back to light and he knew he was going to get caught. Oh, yeah, 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 okay. Um, Because that happens, you know, sometimes they'll talk about a case and they won't run the tests for two more whole, you know, Mm -hmm. two more years. Oh, yeah, I feel like two years and, like, the cycle of, like, an investigation is not that long. Yeah. Um, so they had compared the DNA from the semen sample on the blue jeans that were worn by Arliss on the night of her murder. Mm-hmm. Uh, everyone who had been in the church the evening 43 years ago were actually contacted for fingerprints and DNA samples to rule them out. Wow. Yep. So that is the case of Arliss Perry. Um, do, do you know anything and... about, like, a motive? No. Mm-mm. And I didn't read, like, I didn't find his suicide note, which I kind of want to find now. And I, remind me, how did he, like, come upon the body? He literally opened up the church for the morning. It was his job to lock the church at night and open it back up. I wonder why. Like, why did he, what, what was the reason behind that? Yeah. Like, did I he don't... kill anyone else? I don't know. He was never caught for anything else, I don't think. Um. I'm looking to see if there was anything else. They found um, the jacket cover from the book, The Ultimate Evil, actually detailed the murder of Arliss and a two, two-year-old suicide note. Oh, sure. And that was after he had been interviewed by a sheriff's detective. Okay. I, I'm looking up her picture. She's so cute. Mm-hmm. She's just like the cutest, like, 70s teenager like 70s 80s teenager yeah yep i wish they had uh they had um oh so they suspected him of three other killings but he was not tied hmm i want to know they're in the same period yeah i really want to i want to see his suicide note though i just yeah like i wonder what's in there yeah, like what he says mm-hmm. about it, um, because it just, you know, could shed some light on the actions and, and people, you know. And people, I feel like people share a lot in suicide notes sometimes, you know, like. Right. They'll really, right. like, they'll, they'll really confess to things. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I can't, I haven't found it. Oh, yeah, you said uh, he was a security guard. Yeah. Wow. Yep. 
So he would, oh, yeah, okay. So he, she was in there praying, and it got to be, like, time to close. But I just wonder, like, I, I don't know. I'd be surprised if this were just, like, a, one, a one-off. Because of, right. way, because of the way he set it up. Like, well, I don't know. Was this in the midst of, like, satanic panic? Was that in the 70s? I don't know. if it, I thought it was more like the 80s. Yeah, I'm looking because. So maybe. Why not? Maybe, maybe she, like, turned down his advances and then, like, he is just a fucking piece of shit and killed her and then just like yeah it was the 80s oh okay i just wondered if he like set it up to look that way i don't even necessarily know if it looked that way i feel like he just grabbed shit and was like doing what he wanted you know and like people read into it too much because he used the altar candles maybe but i just like why like god why are you such a piece of shit we can't understand that because we're not pieces of shit those kind of yeah (laughs) yeah so I don't, I don't know, but I just, I think the satanic thing was a cop out. I don't necessarily know if it was a ritualistic fashion. It was probably just the way her body was laying and he decided to take the candles because he got some kind of sick pleasure out of it. Yeah. That so. could be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I did not do justice to that as many other podcasts have. So please, if you're interested in this, listen to some of the other great podcasts that have covered this case. Uh, do your own research. Check it out. It's it's definitely interesting. Um, and I'm just fucked off that you know the family didn't get full justice, but it is what it is. Well, yeah, because he killed himself. Yeah, like he got off. He got. A, I don't want to say he got away with it, but like you know. But no, he did. He got away with it. <laughs> mm-hmm. He wasn't like mm-hmm. he wasn't brought to trial. Like there are no. Like, the consequences yeah. were completely on his own terms, and he didn't have to deal with anything. Yeah. Yep. So, that is the murder of Arliss Perry and how they caught her killer. Nice. Yeah. No, I mean, not, but yeah. I mean, no, super gnarly. Yeah? What do you think? Uh-huh. Yeah. I hear you, buddy. Yeah, absolutely. Is that Colby or Tux? That's Colby. Yeah, Colby has some deep feelings on this case. He has really big feelings. Yeah. I think yeah. he's hungry. Are you hungry? Is that your problem? Well, it's, it's time for food, Mom. I know, buddy. I get hanged, so. too. <laughs> Same. So I, did, um. I am seeing something about... You might have already seen this, but it says... um about the suicide note a hastily written suicide note which was dated 2016 was found on a computer table a foot away from the bed it is rambling smith said i'm assuming smith is probably like a detective um yeah and does not mention the murder directly no but supposedly on the inside cover of that book is where he detailed everything oh that he did so oh i see that yeah 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 a book yeah Serial killer book jacket at murder suspect's home. Wow. Yep. That's interesting. I want to look more into that. Yeah. Hmm. Um, okay. Now what? Padded room? Yeah. Um, so were we talking about Enneagrams on this podcast or just together? 
we talked about them just together, I believe, and we were going to do one together, I think. Um, well, I found this. I mean, I already know which one I am. I've, I've known. And I think you might have taken it. But um, I'm a type four. And I found this really good um, Enneagram Instagram from her name is Enneagram Ashton. It's E-N-N-E-A-G-R-A-M-A-S-H-T-O-N. And she has like in her highlights, she has like all of these all of the types and then if you scroll through them they're so scarily accurate like i don't know this is giving myers-briggs a run for its money really yeah they're scarily accurate what what did it say for i mean are they like really detailed or are they funny things or are they like they're a combination so like i'm an i'm a four and uh biggest desire like here's one here's one of the like highlight reels biggest desire to find a place in this world and to create significance biggest fear being inadequate not being unique not having significance key feature constantly comparing yourself to others envy and then like there's like what I wish people knew about me and for a four it's like we are more than the dark and sad (laughs) oh my god okay so I'm 98% four. Okay. And 86% two. Yeah. Oh my God. My, I think I'm pretty sure my second one is two as well. <sighs> um, we're not always, let's say another thing I wish people knew about me. We're not always bubbling over with emotional expression. Um, sometimes we're so overwhelmed with emotions that we aren't able to process them effectively. <laughs> <clears throat> that, sometimes that's about L-O-L. 98% of the time for me. Um, she, it also says that we're Sansa Stark from Game of Thrones. And I don't know, I kind of take some issue with that. But Mm. I mean, I could see it. You haven't gotten to like, the good parts of her yet. Well, I I've started to so she's now back at Castle Black or no, I'm sorry at Winterfell. Um, she's reunited with Jon Snow, which like warmed my cold black heart. Because mm-hmm. I was just thinking, like, if I were separated from my brother and I finally got to see him after, like, all these years, I would, oh, that made me, that, like, got me way into my feels. I just can't, there's just some things I can't wait for you to, like, find out and go, what the fuck? And I can't wait. I can't fucking wait. Okay, well, I, and okay, spoilers in case you didn't know this, but I did see something about, like, Ned Stark was not John's dad. Well, we knew that from the beginning. He's a bastard because his last name is Snow instead of Stark. Well, yeah, but they they played it in the beginning like like his. Uh, oh, right. That what's her face was. Yeah, sorry. Like he that wasn't his mom, but that was his dad. And like he knocked somebody up. Yeah. So mm, you're getting there. OK. Yeah. Don't tell me anything. But yeah, I'm not. I'm kind of in. I'm. I've gotten to that part. I love Tyrion as I always will. Cersei can suck a bag of dicks. Um, all her kids are dead because of her. Yep. Um, but anyways, these Enneagram types are really cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's awesome. And it says like, how, okay, one of them is how do you feel loved? And it says when I'm given alone time, time to sort out my thoughts and feelings without feeling guilty. That is me a thousand percent. 
like you need to if you need to leave me the alone if you don't yeah. I will explode and I will feel like so stifled that is me to a T oh my god and then it gives That's... like if you know what your loved ones enneagrams are it gives you like your compatibility like your type versus their type it's just really cool and I'm obsessed with it nice well that's really cool i'll have to check it out you will you you have to it's so weird and crazy i did get a message from one of my friends that said yo fuck your tarot card app by the way oh uh yeah (laughs) i don't even i haven't looked at that thing in a while let's see what's in it's gonna like tell me today that's gonna make me mine was like inspirational and i was like (laughs) fuck off none of that is real let me see let's see mine is (laughs) Well, mine's the hanged man, so that's not great. <sighs> um, sacrifice, release, martyrdom. Though the hanged man is swinging upside down, the serenity of his expression seems to communicate that he is doing this of his own free will. The hanged man understands the value of self-sacrifice. One must take a step backward to move ahead. I don't fucking know how I feel about that shit. I mean, I think it's actually kind of a little bit relevant right now. It is actually, to you. it, you're right. It is a little bit relevant. Um, but I don't know. I just, I'm just mad at that app for some reason. It's insulting yeah. me too many times. It's because it calls you out all the time. Like, Fuck you, app. Yes. Yeah. Um, so I have a few things for Padded Room. Mm-hmm. One that I don't know if anybody else will find as funny as I do. Okay. Um, but I find humor in like really dark memes. Um, oh, yeah. And like really fuck fucked up memes yes uh and this one is a picture of fred flintstone and it's like a sequence of four and it's like him from a distance then him up close and then the very last one is like his eyes <laughs> and it says i want to fucking yabba dabba die <laughs> no I, Every love- time. <laughs> I love those those memes that like zoom in can you hear them all yep do you hear my pack yep i hear your pack yeah, sorry guys, you all get to hear my dogs fucking raging right now at something. Yep. Am I just went shut up? <laughs> I didn't hear that, but oh, I love Rick. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. So I just I really really liked uh the Yabba Dabba Die one, and then there was a Scooby Doo one. I gotta find it, and it just oh here it's a picture of uh y- you know the group uh I think it's. Is it Black Street that does uh, No Diggity? No Diggity. I think so. I got to make sure I'm not fucking that up. I think that's right. Yes. Anyway, so it's a picture of them, uh, but Ned Flanders' face is superimposed over uh, one of their faces, and it says, I like the way you work it, no diddly. (laughs) Uh, It's it's stupid shit like that, like... Uh, is it still a case of the Mondays if you ever feel if you feel it every day and this is Scooby and Shaggy and it says no Shaggy that is depression and then Shaggy is down in the corner like some weird cryptid and it says zoinks <laughs> um that's hilarious that you mentioned Ned Flanders isn't he the one is he the one that says Oakley Doakley listen Oakley Doakley is a fucking band it's a Ned Flanders themed metal band and I fucking love them Wait, they all dress up like Ned Flanders and they're called Oakley Doakley. And I he says that too, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Like that's why they're called Oakley Doakley, though. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have heard of the band, but I like I was like a chicken or the egg thing. I'm like, I think he said it first, but me and Joe me and Joe say that all the time. We're always like Oakley Doakley. Yeah, I I fucking love Oakley Doakley, and I was pissed because they were coming to Pittsburgh, but you know, COVID. Um, 
<laughs> Oakley Doakley and Mac Sabbath, which is like a fucking uh, McDonald's themed Black Sabbath group. And it's really fucking funny. That's a, th- oh my God. I fucking love that shit. It's so funny. It's so funny. <laughs> well, I love a good, anyway. I love a good pun. You know that. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I just had to share these uncomfortable fucking memes. There's one of a frog that says I exist without my, ex- my consent. <laughs> um, oh my god i say that i'm always like i didn't ask to be here yeah i didn't ask i didn't i didn't ask for this on the shitty planet <laughs> one about checking out in any store in 2020 and it's a picture of Corey taylor who i find extremely attractive oh my god. um behind glass and it's like the lyrics from uh the <laughs> the song that i'm looking at you through the glass don't know how much time has passed i'm looking at you through the glass <laughs> i love that i just fuck his voice like listen to it all day oh um, no i mean Corey, Corey taylor i had to remind myself what he looked like he's pretty cute mm. yeah yes the fuck he is i like um, short-haired Corey taylor a little better than long-haired Corey taylor i'll take him anyway um let's leave rachel alone <laughs> no i'm just taylor. kidding I'm glad that my husband knows all of my <laughs> weird celebrity obsessions. I do appreciate um, that about you too. Like there's like no insecurity when it comes to that, that I can. No, no, not at all. He loves Jennifer Aniston. So anytime I see something with Jennifer Aniston, I send it to him. Speaking of which, have you watched the morning show? No. It's definitely not like a, a show that I would think would be up your alley, but like Jennifer Aniston's in it. It's on Apple TV. And it's like, okay. it's like loosely based on, do you remember when that happened with Matt Lauer? No. Like all of his sexcapade bullshit. Oh yeah. Okay. Like, I was like, like fucking Matt Lauer, what the fuck did he do? Yeah. Do you, that, no, seriously. Like that blew my mind. And it's like loosely based on that situation, but it's like really fucking good. Oh yeah. No, I have, I have not. Um, I just, we just healthily support each other's obsessions. Well, so. that there's a Jennifer Aniston show for you. Sweet, I will let him know. <laughs> um, and uh, the other thing is really, really fucking dumb, but I'm gonna share it because it makes me really fucking happy. Um, I got all of the stuff to do a Louise Belcher cosplay. Love it. Um, and that is, I just, I cannot wait to have enough spoons to actually do that. Um. And just record it because I think it's going to be great. So, oh my god! It well, you have the like the little ears. I have the ears. I have the shirt, the t-shirt dress. I have a black wig. Um, the easiest cosplay I've ever done, like put together in my fucking life, by the way, because it's three things. Yeah, yeah, that, um, that is like a pretty, <laughs> a pretty simple one. Um, out of all of them, that was probably the easiest that I've ever done, but. Uh, I'm just very excited for it because I love Louise. Um, she just, she speaks to my soul. So. Bob yeah. Burgers, that is like, that is just one of life's it's treasures. So it's so good. I can consistently put the Golden Girls, Parks and Rec, and Bob's Burgers, and we'll throw Shit's Creek in there too. Oh, yeah. On solid repeat and never get tired of it. Yep. That that actually yeah. would be like that would probably be very close to my list too. That's like the dream lineup for me. Yeah, we'll throw Letter Kenny on there too. I love Letter Kenny. I really do. Yeah, Joe loves that show. I like I like Brooklyn Nine Nine a lot. I have not actually watched it. You would like it. it it's just like silly yeah. and like you. It's one of those shows like Parks and Rec where you love every single character. 
nice. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. So those were, those were my padded rooms. Um, good, good. I like do you want to do merch while I do animals real quick? Um, yeah. So buy our merch. You can do that on our website. Right? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> okay, I just want to make sure I cause we were all like on Teespring and I like, yeah. So what happens is when you go to the website, um, it actually takes you like you'll click on the merch tab and it will take you to Teespring. Okay. But here is the thing about that. If you want a t-shirt, I have them. So do not order a t-shirt on Teespring. Message us. They're $25 with your shipping included unless you are out of country. Um, and I will send you a t-shirt. Um, but if you want like leggings or something else like that, you got to go through the Teespring. Okay. Well, so there you go. She, uh, Rachel just totally like, uh, beasted me cause I like, didn't know. Oh no, it's fine. I, <laughs> you know, I don't expect you to know because you, <laughs> you don't <laughs> like, I just do all this shit. And then I'm like, Oh, Hey, by the way, we have merch now. And you're like, cool. <laughs> <laughs> So Chardonnay and DNA.com for that or message us if you want a t-shirt. Yes. Um, um, and find us to message us on Facebook at Chardonnay and sign DNA. Instagram, Chardonnay A-N-D DNA. Um, you can email us Chardonnay A-N-D DNA at gmail.com. The Twitter we never use is at Chardonnay DNA uh send us a fucking eggplant emoji on some platform for our content. so you can win a t-shirt yeah yes that'd be cool um yeah okay are you ready for animals yes uh a tufted deer picking it up oh adorable they, they have tusks oh my god they do <laughs> i'm quite a fan it's basically a deer just with like hilarious teeth Yep. Okay. Uh, did I talk about quokas? I think I talked about quokas. Yeah, you did. Okay. Uh, peacock spiders. I don't even like spiders, but they're fucking adorable. Let's see. Oh my god. <laughs> Are they not cute as shit? Where do these exist? Not here. Wow. But they're really like they're... beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, a fossa, like F O S S A. Okay, literally spelled like it sounds. Yeah. Oh, those are cute. They're kind of like mm -hmm. what do they look like? Lemurish. Yeah, I think that they're in that family, a mongoose family, actually. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Um, and what is that? Sorry, I might have a new one that I've never even heard of. Lay it on me. No, that's not cute. You think an animal isn't cute? <laughs> I think it's cute, but I know I'm going to send it to you and you're going to go, eh. Wait, have you heard of eh. an eye, eye? What? An eye eye? Yeah, the, the, the animals, the, they like, um... They're like monkey kind of like lemurish animals. Oh my god, yeah. Because I well, I looked at a lemur because I wanted to see if it looked like that other one you just said, and then an yeah. but an eye eye came up as like a related search. Wow, those things. Uh, those are that's like what I look like if I drink like espresso. Yeah, yeah, 
I'm tired, but faster. (laughs) (laughs) I see. I can hear colors. (laughs) I can see sounds. (laughs) Wait, what's the one that you think is, you think I'll think is ugly? I'm already past that one. Look up a pika. P-I-K-A. I feel like you said this one before. Mm Mm-mm. Really? It's just a little mousy. I like a lot of mice. Yeah, it's cute. Oh, here we go. Japanese raccoon dogs. What? Japanese raccoon dogs. They're called, uh, I can't say this, I'm going to fuck it up, Tanuki, T-A-N-U-K-I. Oh, it's so cute. It literally, picture picture a puppy mixed with a raccoon. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. exactly what it is. Kind of looks like a little bit foxish. Oh my god. But oh my god. fuzzy and adorable. Are you ready for a mouse deer? No, but is that what it's called? C H E V R O T A I N. C H E V R O T A I N. Chevrotain. Yeah, I wasn't even going to try. I don't know. Oh my goodness. What? It looks. Yeah. It's like a teeny it's, tiny deer. It's only a foot tall. <gasps> it's like a leprechaun deer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh yep. my god. Where I feel like yeah. it's in like Australia or something. Uh probably not here, because if they were here I'd have about eighty of them in my basement right now. Oh, it's so cute. <laughs> what is that? Where is it? Southeast Asia and India. Wow. That's that's like that's up top for me. That is super Good. freaking cute. I'm glad I have achieved that status with one of them. You have. So there's your animals, people. Check them out. Yay. And we'll post videos of Google with her asparagus. Yes. And all the good resources we talked about. Yes, we absolutely will. And even more as we find them. Um, and if you could please just try to make the world a better place, I'd appreciate it because I'm tired of people making it shitty. Please take care of each other and yourself, too. Self-care is just as important. Yep. Um, I already gave you the social media, so F off with that and send us that. <laughs> Sorry. So <laughs> when I'm, yeah. when okay. I'm angry and unfeeling, I'm also get, I get a little bitchy. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. I sounded like I'm dead this entire fucking episode, so you know, whatever. It's fine. I have like no emotion in my voice, so you're a four. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> you're too you gotta process it yeah yep yep and you That's can't process shit when there's racist and coronavirus running around yeah fucking hell yep all so, right mess okay. let us know what you want to hear um and that's all i got bye bye